Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Yeah, this is really interesting. Have you ever looked at someone you've met before and not been able to recognise their face? I'm not talking about coming home after a few pints. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Pitt has recently spoken about his issues with face blindness and how it's become so severe for him that he stays home. Probably the fact that he's probably one of the most famous people on earth uh, adds to that as well. But Sabina Brennan is a neuroscientist and the host of the Super Brain podcast. And she's here to explain it all. Good morning, Sabina. Good morning. And what a beautiful morning it is. It certainly is. Lovely to have you on the show again. So can you explain what Brad Pitt's condition is, face blindness? How severe can it get? And uh, do more of us have it than we think? Well, you know what? Brad hasn't had an official diagnosis. He just says that he actually has trouble recognising uh, people's faces, um, <clears throat> particularly when he's at parties or in social situations. Um, look, agnosia um, is an in inability to identify and recognise things or people. Uh, so that usually affects one sense um, at a time, say, such as vision or hearing. So someone with an agnosia might have difficulty recognising an object like a cup mm. um, or, or, or a sound like a, a cough. But prosopagnosia, otherwise known as face blindness, and we will continue to call it face blindness because <laughs> it's one of those words that's really hard to say. Yeah, me, whether you've had a pint or not. <laughs> um, it's characterized by the specific inability to recognize um, uh, and identify faces, uh, which is really, really debilitating, you know, because um, face recognition is usually completely effortless and it's rapid and, and we can do it, uh, you know, irrespective of the time or the place or whether someone changes their expression or their hairstyle or their clothes. You can do it after 20 years. You'll see someone that you sat beside and school and you'll you know you'll recognize them even if they've lost hair do you know we what all I mean? did it as well during the pandemic when we started to wear masks and the only visible bit of people were their eyes and we're still well, jeff how's it going <laughs> yeah yeah i mean we are absolutely brilliant at it like our visual expertise for faces it exceeds our ability for recognizing any other type of object and that tells you how important it is for us as human beings because we depend totally on social interaction and our ability to recognize the subtlety of face facial expressions etc and, and that goes into a whole other realm you know the ability to recognize um expressions and that goes into other you know conditions and neurodiversities you know around um yeah. you know human interactions so but going back to this face blindness um yeah sorry did you, you no, i'm just going to say so so just the brad pitt said like that as you said he hasn't been officially diagnosed but for, for somebody with uh, face blindness they can get to a point where I suppose maybe they're, they're, the reason that they may stay away from social situations is because they don't want to be in a situation where somebody approaches them as having a conversation that plainly knows them uh, that they would expect the, the person with face blindness to remember them they could work with them they could be their I presume family even and they just they know if in that situation they won't be able to remember who that is and therefore it, it causes them so, so stress much. 
Yeah, so someone who has face blindness, well, you know, won't actually be able to recognize even a family member. Mm. You know, um, like there's stories, for example, one, um, in, in, you know, individual describing his experience would say that his mother has to wear her hair in a very specific way so that he knows who she is. Um, he has brothers that, you know, he, he would have ways of recognizing them, but if the two of them were in the room together, he can't tell, um, you know, who, who they are. Mm. Some people, with face blindness can't recognize themselves in the mirror so it, you know it is a very wow. very severe that's why I'm kind of saying you know when Brad Pitt says he just can't recognize people at parties so there's two types of face blindness it, it was first the first case was first described I, I find this stuff fascinating I hope your listeners do too I'm not boring them to tears but <laughs> 150 years ago the first case was recognized but the, the in-depth study of it started around 1947 uh, when a, a, a doctor started to just describe it in detail in soldiers who had sustained brain injury during the war and they stopped being able to recognize uh, faces so that's acquired face blindness um, and it's where there's actually been damage to a specific part of the area so mm. uh, area of the brain so the fusey uh, form gyrus is a part of the brain that's involved in face recognition. Now there's loads of other parts of the brain and, and systems involved. And so different parts of the brain can be damaged and affect your ability to have face recognition and it can, and, and it can manifest in different ways. And since then, now we know that this face blindness can arise from lots of different pathologies, um, including stroke and encephalitis and tumors and, and, and lots of other um, different, um, different things. And now, we know that there also can be a developmental type of face blindness and research suggests that as many as two percent of the population could have that and that's people growing up with it um now there doesn't seem to be any um lesions you know any brain you know any um damage that can be seen in the brain now technology has moved on and they're starting to see maybe some anatomical or functional differences in the brain and people who have grown up with it who have the developmental um form of it but that seems to be extremely severe as well you know really to that level of not being able to recognize themselves yeah. or family members and learning how to do it by, you know, how people walk, how people talk. Uh, very, very debilitating. Yeah, and so again, picking up on, on social isolation. On yeah. different clues, yeah. And I suppose I was jokingly mentioning there that, you know, before you came on to talk to us that, you know, Dave is incredible at remembering faces and people's names from years ago that we may have worked with. And I am just standing there like going, oh, Oh God, oh God, get me out of this. I can't. And I, yeah. you know, if I, if I meet someone out of context, that's really hard for me as well. So say I used to work with someone in a certain scenario, but then I meet them, you know, at a, at a social function or at the beach yeah. mm. and it can be, it will completely throw me and I'm just not able to recognize them or it will take me halfway into the conversation where you have that click and you're like, yes. And then you overcompensate by saying their name yeah, 14 yeah. times. So I that's the thing. So, so you see, the thing is, with any ability we have as humans, it'll fall along a spectrum. So you will have people like Dave who are absolutely brilliant at it. And then you'll have people who aren't so good at it. Do you, do you know? 
know what I mean? You, you know, and then most people will fall in the middle. It will be that that bell curve, you know, where we have average ability and then we have brilliant and, and not so brilliant. And that's kind of where they're in from the research perspective. They're kind of sort of saying, you know, that that 2% of the population that they're saying may have some form of face blindness. Now, that's probably overlapping with um, actually people who are just not very good at recognising faces. Yes, so they actually yes. don't read. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, one of them is, Perhaps, a, is an actual condition and one of them is just a... Yeah, yeah. one is a condition and one is just someone who's pretty crap at recognising faces. <laughs> Sabina, there's and, a couple and, of texts. If, if Perhaps get... that's what it is with Brad. <laughs> Possibly you know, so. It, in social situations, he's just really bad at us. There's a couple of texts here I'd love to get to really quickly. One is, can you sure. ask Sabina if face blindness is associated with being born prematurely? I was told this years ago, and I was born prematurely, and I do have face blindness. I wonder if it's true. Um, do you know, I can't specifically answer that question, but it it, it, it could be a possibility. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, uh, because it is a developmental, it's considered a developmental disorder. Right. Um, so that that could be possible, although it is, there is a genetic element. It's considered, you know, it, yeah. it is seen frequently in families. I can't, because I'm not an expert in face blindness, I'm, an, a, you know, a neuroscientist, but it would be worth her, her um, you know, their, their following up. But it is a possibility. And then the second one is, um, can you, where can you go to actually have someone tested? Someone says, I'm listening to Sabina. I've been looking for years to have my son tested for face blindness, but I can't find anywhere. Can you please advise or help? Gosh, so um, really all I found is, is where there's research being done. So that actually could be a good place uh, to start. Yeah. Um, you know, is to actually look um, online and see if there's people doing studies and they then may may contact you. A neuropsychologist might be the way, um, you know, because the tests, um, the tests are relatively straightforward. You know, I've taken part in certain studies in universities. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I can't be more specific fine, and, yeah. and, and more helpful on no, that. No, research is a good but place to tests, start, all right, yeah. Yeah, I think re- research is a good place to start. Okay. Yeah. Sabina Brennan, neuroscientist and host of the Superbrain podcast. Thanks so much for chatting to us today about face blindness. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.